Welcome to our podcast, Broken Spines at the End of the World. For this week's episode, we want to talk about some wintry reads. Uh, what books get us through the dark nights and what are we looking forward to in December? For, every, for uh, the people who are listening, if you don't have like a warm beverage of your choice, I'm drinking coffee. If you don't have a warm beverage of your choice, you're clearly doing it wrong. I have tea. Um, so uh, get yourself something, snuggle up. We'll wait. Hope. Yeah, it's That's all- a lie. We won't wait, but you can pause. <laughs> you can pause. It's all part of the wintry reads, I feel. Creating a cozy atmosphere. Yes, let's pretend I don't drink hot tea in summer. No one needs to know. No one needs to know. Okay, um, do you want to start? Yes. No. You're allowed to say no. <laughs> if you want me to start, I'll start. Doesn't matter. So going through my bookshelves um, to prepare, I thought about what kind of stories make me feel like they should be read in winter. And I thought about what kind of stories come to me during the winter season, especially the holiday season. Um, And the one book I just cannot get around mentioning is Harry Potter, because for some reason, even though each book is an entire year um, in Harry's life, it is always based in winter for me. I feel like many of the important events take place in winter. Like off the top of my head, like the first thing that comes to mind is like the Yule Ball. Yeah, the thing is like the story usually starts to pick up around Halloween Mm -hmm. and then shit goes down. Like shit gets worse around Christmas and then it really gets down like towards spring and then you know it's summer again and the story is over because he's going back to the abusive muggles which is very fun apparently um so yeah I think that's probably why it is based in in my winter mood and also it is a comfort read I guess something light something I know something that is just like meeting family in a way mm-hmm. you know you just you get cozy you don't want to do a lot of thinking you just sort of want to what's the word I don't know what the word is I think it sort of feels like a cozy blanket that you can get to snuggle up with Like something that makes you feel cozy immediately. Exactly. So I get the urge to pick up one of the seven books and just read a bit. Not necessarily the entire thing, just a little. Do you have a favorite book? Out of the seven? Mm, Not really. I have least favorite parts, which is uh, the epilogue. (laughs) (laughs) 
mean, whoever does not hate the epilogue cannot be trusted. Um, but no, not really. Do you? I used to say the fifth one because it was the only one that I owned and all the others I borrowed. So that's the one I read <laughs> okay. like the most. The others I read like once or twice, but that one I just read over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, but like story-wise, I guess like the sixth. You because, like it when it hurts. Yeah. Also because Draco Malfoy is my favorite character. Oh, yeah. He has As a character. Okay. I feel like I should stress this. He's a bully. He's an awful person, but he has the most interesting story arc. Mm. So... In the sixth book, he really gets his time to shine. We love a broken toy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we definitely do. Uh, I know exactly what you mean. We get not his full redemption arc, but we get like an insight on what the redemption arc can be. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Exactly. Okay. So moving on. Share your first book. Well, I I have two that I want to talk about. And one is like very cozy. So I guess I'll do that one first because it like sort of fits. Um, it's called In a Holidays um, by Christina. That sounds Lauren. like a Hallmark movie it in book form. Basically, it's a Hallmark movie in book form. Um, it's about this girl. I, I'm trying to like find her name. It's like Malin Jones. Um, and she usually goes to this cabin with like her family and friends of her family over the holidays. It's like a tradition. And something happens and she gets stuck in a loop reliving the same days over and over and over again Ooh, okay because apparently she keeps getting it wrong it just got more interesting mm -hmm. she has one christmas wish two brothers and a lifetime of hope <laughs> <laughs> okay that sounds horrible but i love a good time loop yeah it's well i feel like they could have done more with the whole time loop thing but overall I really really liked it because it was just so cute I mean it is like a romance fiction but it's yeah it's just it's cute and I really enjoyed reading it I read it last year during like Christmas hol uh, holidays and I can vividly remember myself sitting on the couch with the fireplace burning and just under like a blanket with like a cup of tea and just reading that book. And it was just everything I could have possibly wanted. That just, yeah, it, it was that real Christmas feeling, like the coziness and like the Christmas tree and stuff. So, yeah. Ooh. There's not a lot more I can say about it. That there... really makes me ask, though, where is my time loop Hallmark movie? 
clearly there must there's a gap. be one. <laughs> there must be one. I have seen so many of those and no time loop. One had a time loop yet. You're right. They should make one. The thing is, I don't already. Yeah, I don't really have. I don't have the patience for romance to read it. Yeah, like especially Christmas themed, a Christmas themed any sort of book. Really, I don't have the patience for it. Like I'm, I love, I love all these very over the top cliche Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. I watch a bunch of those every year and it fills some holiday spirit void <laughs> that needs filling apparently. But for some reason, I don't have the attention span to to read a story that, like that. Because when I commit so much time to Christmas romance, I'm like, I could be reading something else. Well, something I, that I personally like more than Christmas romance. Yeah, I get that. I read this book in a day and a half. I mean, it's not that it's short, but it just reads so quickly. And mm. it was like an extended Christmas movie. Because, Maybe I should give it a go. Yeah, because you're in it longer. Is the romance good? Like, I will I get... It butterflies in my stomach i did because if there's none of the tingly feeling we don't want it well you should read that one and then you can complain to me about it oh that's so true though <laughs> because like, i'll at least last... know what it's about <laughs> remember the last romance i read no it was one of those brown sister ones oh yeah, I constantly complain because but it was it's just not nothing like that. Oh, good. Is yeah. it better? Please tell me it's better. Yes, 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 yes. Because they were they were so hyped, so I read one of them, and oh my god, it was bad. <laughs> I listened to the first one while I was like coming over to you, and then on my way back. Yeah, and it was the perfect thing to just distract me, but then. I went on to listen to the second one and I think I have about an hour or something left and I just cannot make myself listen to it. <laughs> I, I, I can't totally get that. do it. I just I cannot. forced myself through it because I was like, maybe it will be worth it in the end. And it wasn't. No, I've given up on it. But speaking of audiobooks while traveling, um, I was on an airplane mm-hmm. this year which is exciting because I haven't done that in a while. Um, And while I was standing in line to check in, I remembered that you were listening to audiobooks Mm -hmm. while waiting around and stressing. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm slightly anxious because I'm traveling and, you know, I always, I'm always anxious. I could totally just listen to an audiobook instead of just standing here listening to my own anxious thoughts because Mm -hmm. that's what Ellen would do (laughs) exactly (laughs) so I actually listened to Coraline Ah. and time went by much quicker yeah and much more entertaining than just staring at all the stupid people around me Mm -hmm. disclaimer that people are not necessarily stupid I just didn't want them to be there 
<laughs> Unfortunately, when you go to an airport, usually there are other people there. I think it's worrying if there weren't. <laughs> exactly. Like, where did everyone go? What did I miss? So yeah, this one definitely it's completely different. I feel like the Brown Sisters is kind of raunchy with lots of like very descriptive sex scenes dressed up in pastel colors, basically. And then this one is just very cute and wholesome. And there are like some sexy things going on because there's a lot of flirting and that leads to different things. And But it's really? never like that explicit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that like awkward to like listen to or read or whatever I mean the the smut in itself did not bother me at all uh I love some good smut but the dialogue in between was just so cringy yeah well I didn't like get in that. between and during the smut the dialogue was <laughs> cringy <laughs> like no well, I guess we can agree that the Brown Sisters weren't great. I mean, we agree on that. But I yeah. really think you should give this one a go. Okay, I might. I'll remind you of it later. That's good. I'm going to check if my um, app has it. So maybe I can read it around Christmas. Be all that's. The holiday spirit, I got it. I'm not a Grinch. <laughs> we'll see. You're next. Yes, I was focusing on like the cold weather mm -hmm. and what kind of stories. There are certain stories that you want to read while it's warm. Mm -hmm. And there are certain stories that I want to read when it's really cold because they just really fit the cold weather. And it would just be weird to read them on a hot summer's day. And what came to mind immediately was Into the Wild by John Krakauer. I haven't read it yet. I have seen the movie. I have. For me, it's the other way around. I've not seen the movie, but I have read the book and it is really, really good. Um, for those of you who don't know, it is about Chris McCandless. Um, and it's a true story. Yeah, right. he was a real person. Yeah, he was a real person. He decided that the thing to do was to go live in Alaska's wilderness mm -hmm. at the beginning of winter, all mm -hmm. by himself with just his car, his bunch of clothes, uh, a shotgun, I believe, or some sort of weapon, and just his knowledge of botany to keep him alive basically um it's it's absolutely stupid plan um but very interesting to follow he is he is a fascinating dude yeah um and it's fascinating to read his story not to replicate it would not recommend but somehow the spirit the energy he has going into this mm -hmm. translates through the pages, which is crazy because he did not write this himself. This is based on letters that they found from him. Yeah. And it is you taking an adventure. 
And it's really, really cool. Yeah, he lived in an abandoned bus for a while. And you could go and visit that bus because it was a real place because he was a real person. And like that bus was there for a long, long time. And a lot of people went there on the like sort of a pilgrimage. That is kind of creepy. Yeah. Not going to lie. That makes me feel icky all over. (laughs) Well, the bus isn't there anymore. That's probably better. Yeah. Because I'm not sure what the reason was, but I think it was getting a bit out of hand. And it's I mean, quite dangerous going there. So, yeah, it's not very forgiving land. No. Um, it definitely is the wild. Also, spoilers ahead, he did not make it out alive um, out of this adventure. So, it is pretty creepy to go visit mm-hmm. the past. It's not like he was some person that, you know, we knew he's not some famous guy or something. He's just a boy going into the wild and dying i remember watching the movie and like being very moved by it so i will read the book one day not sure when though i'll have to be in a very specific mood to read that yes yeah i get that um it's big on melancholy and it's been it's been forever since i read it i read it in 2017 um, but I remember the writing to be quite good. So I hope that's still true. I don't know. It has been four years now. Well, the writing won't have changed, but you will have changed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My second book is Burial Rights by Hannah Kent. Um I chose this one because it is the coldest book I've ever read. I felt cold reading it because it takes place in Iceland and it's inspired by a true story. So perfect segue from your book. Look um, at us matching without yes. trying. Um, This was her debut. So for Hannah Kent and she immediately like, got it right because this book was quite popular it has very good ratings and stuff people seem to really like it and I guess I get why because I really liked it too um it is inspired by a true story and it talks about the final days of a young woman who has been accused of murder in Iceland in 1829 I seem to remember that people like look at her as a bit of a witch but not like very specifically this isn't a fantasy or anything um it just depicts very well the brutal life that people lead at that time in Iceland especially when winter comes it gets really really cold and I remember the way that she described it was so atmospheric that I got cold just reading it. It was a beautiful that is awesome. Book. Yeah, I remember really, really liking it. I was just completely in awe of her writing style. It's been a while since I read it too. I can't remember when. Let's see. 
when did i read it i just realized we might be doing this wrong i read it in 2016 what are we doing wrong like it's cold outside it's cold inside and then we read cold books shouldn't we be reading like warming books yeah but you can try to get cozy and be warm while you're reading about cold climate. when you physically get cold when you read about Iceland. <laughs> yeah well you'll just need a bigger blanket basically oh, and a bigger we'll cup just, of tea we'll just go full elsa and go like the cold never bothered me anyway <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah well uh, yeah yeah I was just checking if um, my audiobook app has burial rights because it sounds awesome. And I was like, ooh, I want to read that. I have already marked it. And in a holiday. <laughs> probably probably um, like at some point when you told me about it. Oh, yeah, probably. Maybe, I don't know, but it was already in my library. <laughs> I talk about this book every once in a while when it comes up. I completely forgot about it again, but apparently <laughs> I have been informed already that I should read. Yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily like put it in my top three or anything. Um, but whenever I like think about it and talk about it, I like remember how good it was. So always makes me want to reread it. I won't. I have plenty of books to finish. But uh, yeah, it's one that I will gladly recommend to people whenever I have the chance. Speaking of finishing books, um, we both have the habit of starting books and then starting other books while not finishing the first one. Yes, How many thank books you for calling me roughly, out. you're welcome, roughly do you have going on at the moment? This like is books a that very you... bad time to ask me this question. <laughs> Wait, I'll books have to that count. you ideally would love to finish this year. I have about seven. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of six, mm. but like I'm sort of actively reading that I would like to finish. Yeah, that's. Is that realistic? No, it is. <laughs> so you have another book you want to talk about? No, I think we're done. Oh, you don't want to talk about the last book? No, because then I want to start it. Because the thing is, usually, um, around winter break, or like. Christmas New Year's break I get in the mood to read fantasy mm -hmm. so I went through my shelf and looked at what kind of fantasy books that I still have that I haven't read yet that I could possibly read while I sit around and do nothing but eat and sleep and drink with my family um, and I found a bunch which is not helping one is uh, Daughters of the Storm by Kim Wilkins. It's about five daughters, I think, of a king and some sort of trouble in your kingdom. And it looks really cool. And I've been, it's been on my shelf for a while. I really want to read it. 
but as before mentioned there are six books that I'm currently reading so maybe not then there's also um Priory of the Orange Tree by oh. Samantha Shannon That's like which I really want massive. to read but that book is huge that's like 800 pages 900 pages something like that I think it's more than that I don't know she's a big girl um and I do want to read her I but have... also it is almost December And it's going to be busy. Hmm. Oh, oh shit. Like I just remembered some more books that I'm in the middle of. I also started um, The House in the Cerulean Sea by TJ yeah. Klune. Because I've been told. It's one of those books where a friend came up to me and pushed it in my hands and was like, here, you have to borrow it now. Read it which is one of my favorite friend interactions. Apparently it is very cute. Pretty gay and very cute. And I'm all ah. here for it. And I'm thinking, should I be reading something fluffy and amazing to let the year slowly run out? I think so. So do the other seven books that I'm reading. <laughs> I mean, there's always next year to finish those books. Yeah, that's true. We don't have to read things that we don't want to read. But we also like closure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At some point, we'll have to give up. <laughs> And just... Except the imperfection. Never. <laughs> I just remembered another book. Um, tell me it's one that I haven't finished yet I started reading it this year quite a while hmm? not this, this year. year no 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 like quite a while ago um, what's the book it, it's called A New York Winter's Tale by Mark Helprin Helprin yeah something like that <laughs> help <laughs> Helprin help rid <laughs> anyways uh it's been made into a movie i can't remember when with uh colin farrell in the leading role and i could just like read you the synopsis because the, colin farrell's like the he's the when in bruges guy right yes ah, okay so the story is about Uh, one night in New York, a city under siege by snow, Peter Lake attempts to rob a fortress-like mansion on the Upper West Side. Though he thinks it is empty, the daughter of the house is home. Thus begins the affair between this Irish burglar and Beverly Penn, a young girl dying of consumption. It is a love so powerful that Peter will be driven to stop time and bring back the dead. A New York Winter's Tale is the story of that extraordinary journey. Okay. Like when you told me the title, my mind went straight to love story. But then when you started with the synopsis, it was like, okay, sure, go eat the rich. And then the girl is home, though, the daughter of the family. I'm like, okay, she's going to murder the burglar because girl power. And it's none of that. <laughs> no, it is. 
a fiction, fantasy, historical fiction, magical realism, and come on, can you imagine anything? It is everything. Like, this is such a me book. And you it's started also, it. <laughs> it's also massive. It's like 768 pages. We should not have one. started this game because I just remembered another book that I'm in the middle of. <laughs> We're just starting to list our pile of shame here and it's getting shameful, if I may say so. I'm like yeah. halfway through Mr. Dr. Strange and Mr. Norrell. Yes, yes, yes. You told me that last time. That's like yeah. maybe an interesting one to read like in winter too. Like, I don't know. I haven't read it, but like fantasy wise. Yeah, but it's like fae. Uh, so that always sparks like spring yeah. moods with me because of all the... Late night dancing and the fruit and the dying. <laughs> Not so much the dying, especially, but the dancing and the fruit is very springy to me. Oh no, I'm reading reviews of this book. I need to stop. Wait. Oh <laughs> uh, no, 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 now I want to read it. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> Okay, this might become my December book. Just the one, though. And trying to finish whatever I can finish before the end of the year. Because this year hasn't been a great reading year. It really hasn't. Not for me, either. I just haven't been able to, like, stay focused. Yes, on same book. here. Like, my attention is just gone very thin very thin um so, yeah yeah i read I like, like half the amount of books um than i did last year me too and i don't think that's going to change with december oh no definitely not if like, i how can... many books did you read in december 50 <laughs> <laughs> I don't that breathe would be anymore. really impressive. No <laughs> <laughs> Just start bending time to finish as many books as possible. Yes. Like one day is now 60 hours long. Totally worth it, though. <laughs> that would be amazing, though. If you could, like, stretch a day into 60 hours instead of 24 no we just need to find ourselves uh, one of those holidays time loops and instead of getting it right we just read all the books because we will still remember right yes. and then oops How i got it wrong again and well at some point you do it right but you know once you have yeah well, what if you don't know how to do it of right your pile of shame gone <laughs> Maybe that's what gets you stuck in the time loop to begin with. Your pile <laughs> Too of shame. many books are half finished. <laughs> and time just decides to put you in a loop and just say, you will sit here and you will read and you will finish these books. Universe, I hope you got the hint. <laughs> Give us the time loop. Okay. This is just going to be a really short episode. With very many random side notes. Yeah, but that's what it is. I feel like we've given you quite a lot of recommendations. Some of them were planned, some of them weren't. <laughs> now I'm going to have to read a 700-page book in December. We'll, we'll see how that 
works out for you. Yeah, that was not I, what I had planned. <laughs> okay. So that was it, I think, for our wintry cold recommendations. Um, we'll be back next week with quite possibly a wrap up of November. Hi, this is Editing Alan. You may or may not know that this episode was supposed to go online two weeks ago, but then I got sick, so I didn't have the time to edit it all. So it's going online now, which means that last episode, last week, was our November wrap-up. So that's already done. Next week, we're going to do a little writing episode where we discuss what, according to us, are some of the most beautiful lines in literature. So if you want to get our thoughts on some beautiful writing, be sure to come and listen, I guess. Also, um, just a quick reminder, you can listen to this podcast on our website, but also on platforms such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you do listen to our podcast on one of those platforms, be sure to subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new episode. That's it. Editing Ellen out. We hope yeah. you had fun. Thank you for we listening. Hope you, uh, we hope you can stay cozy. Get yourself a hot beverage. And enjoy the month of December and the holidays. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.